Hey friends, welcome to another episode of the SEL5, a podcast for teachers and students in the classroom. We're your hosts, Chelsea Lemming and Rebecca Moore, and we are so grateful to have this time together. This week is a really special week. We are talking about courage and Black History Month. Courage is defined as the ability to do something that is frightening or strength in the face of pain or grief. So I love talking about courage. And I think something that's really important to note about courage is that it does not mean that you aren't feeling afraid. So it means you're actually really very scared. You're doing something terrifying, but you do what you need to do anyways. Right. So it's not like when you have courage, your nervousness or your fear just magically disappears. It's still very much there. I think especially for kids, we sometimes make the mistake of believing that some people are never scared of anything. But the truth is, if you look around, there are people everywhere that are doing things that terrify them. Even the adults, Mm -hmm. especially the adults. I agree. We just know how to hide it better. I can be inspired to show courage by thinking about other people who have displayed courage in terrifying situations. Yes, and there are so many stories of courageous people that we can highlight for Black History Month. So we all know stories about heroes like Ruby Bridges, Rosa Parks, Harriet Tubman, and Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And these people are absolutely amazing, and they definitely showed so much courage. But we thought we could maybe talk about some stories that you haven't heard before. So first up, let's talk about Jesse Owens. So Jesse Owens is one of the greatest track and field athletes of all time. He set three world records back in the 1930s. But did you know he almost didn't even go to the Olympics that year? Really? Yes. So it's important. You really got to understand what was going on in the world in 1936. This was just before World War II began. And at this time, the leader of Germany was a terrible man named Adolf Hitler. Oh, we've all heard of him. Yes. So Hitler was a terrible person and he just judged people by their ethnicity or the color of their skin. Hitler believed that white people, especially Germans, were superior to all races, and he wanted to use the Olympics to prove that pure white people were the superior or the best race. So we all know that's crazy, but back then, imagine being Jesse Owens and knowing that, you know, that's what Hitler believed and going to his country. So like I said, he almost didn't go, but he decided that he would have courage and he went anyway. Well, he went and was amazing. He set those world records, got several first place, and that Hitler didn't like that very much because, you know, he proved him wrong, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm so glad that Jesse Owens had the courage to go and do that. Now, unfortunately, it wasn't over when he won. It's not like Hitler was like, oh, well, you were right. No, Hitler would not even shake his hand. And not only that, but when he came back to America, he still wasn't treated right. Even as this world-class athlete, he was still having to sit in the back of the bus. You know, there was still segregation in schools. And he didn't even get to go shake the president's hand. It wasn't until 1976, 40 years later, that he finally was invited by President Gerald Ford to receive the Presidential Medal of Freedom and got the recognition he deserved. But man, so much courage displayed by Jesse Owens. Wow, that's an amazing story. It's sad that he wasn't, like, no one recognized him until 1976. Yeah, 40 years. Imagine getting first place and no one tells you good job for 40 (sighs) years. I mean... That's horrible. That is a horrible story. And there's so many other stories like that. 
One of them is the story of the Little Rock Nine. Have you heard of them? Yes, I love the Little Rock Nine. So the Little Rock Nine were a group of nine black students who enrolled at a formerly all-white central high school in Little Rock, Arkansas in September 1957. And that was following the historic Brown versus Board of Education U.S. Supreme Court case. And that um, led to desegregation of schools. Even though schools had recently become desegregated, people still strongly oppose that, right? So the governor of Little Rock, Arkansas, even ordered the National Guard to keep these students out. So the president had to intervene and say, no, 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 this can't happen. Despite all of that opposition, nine students registered to be the first African-Americans to attend the school. So the NAACP picked the Little Rock Nine because they were the smartest and most capable students at their own schools. In the weeks prior to that, they even participated in intensive counseling sessions that were guiding them on what to expect once classes began and how to respond to anticipated hostile situations. So integration of these students began on September 4th, 1957, and the National Guard had to be called in to keep the peace by the president. The students were submitted to a horrific year that is known as the lost year. So they endured physical and verbal abuse by other students with mobs of around a thousand people often forming in front of the school. So that's crazy. I've seen some pictures. Like imagine you're trying just you're just trying to go into school and there's a thousand people screaming at you, holding signs, throwing things at you. It's terrible. I mean, the courage they had to have to come back every day. I'd yes. be like, I'm done. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I can't do this. So one of the students, Ernest Green, stated that going to Little Rock Central High was like going to war every day. I mean, why would you go back? Yes. It's it's amazing what they did to get an education. Agreed. Um, and when he graduated, actually, he was the oldest of the nine. Martin Luther King Jr. attended his graduation. So currently, eight of the nine students are still alive today. They graduated. They went on to promising careers, and they've been helping others since. And this just relates back to what was happening. So according to the Associated Press, the imagery of these perfectly dressed, lovely, serious young people seeking to enter a school and get an education, and they were met with such ugliness, rage, hate, and violence. That was so powerful. Photos of the Little Rock Nine quickly spread through the nation, and it was met with one of unity. Everybody was on their side. So I think these students are the definition of courage. Yeah, I think people could see that, that they were being so courageous and they're remembered for their courage. Exactly. It's amazing. So teachers, check out our show notes for classroom discussions, resources, and activities for more on this topic. Remember, guys, you matter and you have the power to change yourself and to change the world.